This is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 119 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm just calling this episode the War for Wakanda Review, um, because I'm reviewing War for Wakanda on PS4, uh, but before I get into that, I rem- want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there, let me know what you think of the show, leave a comment. Or you could subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Uh, it's just the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. It's got a black background. Or you can find me on the Google Play Store. So go there, uh, subscribe to the podcast. And I'm not an Android user, so do what you do there to rate the podcast. Let me know what you think of the show. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, drop me an email. Let me know what you think of the show or have a question or something like that. Or you want to give me a suggestion on how to improve. That would be great. Or you can find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. So first off, I want to start the episode off by saying I made a mistake. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, huh? I'm just a one-man podcast yelling into the void. Um, the Blizzard Activision podcast, there was two episode 117s. That's because one of the episodes, I think I mentioned it before, I had recorded it um, kind of uh, ahead of time. Uh, I had two episodes back-to-back kind of recorded and... Um, you know, I was talking about the Blizzard Activision lawsuit, and one of the listeners that I have, a friend of mine, said, you know, you didn't actually go into the lawsuit. So I inserted a middle episode to kind of go over the lawsuit a little bit more. Then I talked about my thoughts about what you can do as a gamer uh, to, you know, if you want to do like a boycott of Blizzard, other game suggestions. And then in the third episode, I kind of went into, you know, that a little bit more. And there was two hundred uh, episodes, uh, two episode one hundred and seventeens, which is uh, not good. So I made a mistake. So the last episode was actually episode one hundred eighteen from my records, and this episode is episode one hundred nineteen. Uh, so I want to clear that up. And um, I'm clicking on a link right now, but um, I've been checking my insight tabs from SoundCloud because that's where I publish the podcast. And I just want to thank, it seems like I have a lot more listeners now. And from what I can tell, the Insights tab of SoundCloud is fairly accurate. So I've had several more plays uh, than I did in the past couple weeks. Uh, hundreds, actually, which is strange for me because I'm used to having two, three, seven. Uh, just to do a rundown really quickly, uh, I've had in the past 30 days, I've had 237 plays in the United States uh, from Columbus. Uh, San Francisco, uh, Naples, uh, Ashburn, Richardson, places like that. I've also had 86 listens from Ireland, mostly Dublin is what it looks like, Uh, two in the United Kingdom, two in Germany, two in Israel, one in the Netherlands, uh, places uh, in Israel like Tel Aviv, and and, um, what do we have here? Um, Well, the Netherlands, I can't really pronounce it. Uh, Almeristad, I think, is that how you pronounce it? Anyway... I just want to thank everybody who's listening and supporting the show. Uh, it would help if you gave me, you know, subscribe, like, that kind of stuff. Rate me on the store. But maybe some of you are turning tuning in and you don't, you know, you're giving me a shot and you don't know why I'm calling the podcast Gaming with Grief. It's completely normal. You come in 100 episodes in, you're like, I don't understand what this is about. Uh, hopefully I was clear in the episodes. But basically from b- between 2016 and 2020, I experienced a massive amount of grief in my life. Uh, my wife and I um, 
My father passed away in 2016 of cancer. Um, my wife and I were expecting our first child. Uh, she had a miscarriage. Uh, we went through that. Obviously, it was terrible. Then she was expecting our second child. Um, well, before that, uh, my mother passed away unexpectedly from a liver disease. So it was my father passing away. Uh, my wife had a miscarriage. My mother passed away. Then um, my wife was expecting our second, our first child again. She got pregnant again. And our husband was born incredibly prematurely in the hospital and passed away within 20 minutes of being born. So we dealt with that in the hospital. Um, then we decided to go to therapy because obviously that is terrible. Um, and then after that, we tried again. Uh, she was pregnant again with our first child, but it was the third attempt. And um, right around um, April Fool's Day, which is a holiday here in the United States, uh, not that funny. Uh, it was that weekend uh, our, she had another miscarriage. And so that's two miscarriages, uh, one child death. And then my friend in 2019, who's been a friend since I was 18, his name was Ben. He's on one of the past episodes. Uh, go to the Breath of the Wild review for that because I actually found an old podcast that Ben and I were on where you can actually hear his voice. But he passed away in 2019 of glioplastoma, which is a brain cancer, uh, which was terrible. He was actually the one of the first people that I called, well, the second person I think I called when my father passed away and showed up on his birthday, which was May 7th, which was the same day that my dad passed away in 2016. So Ben showed up there to support me, and then three years later, uh, ben passed away from cancer, so that was terrible. And then uh, to just the cherry on top, in 2020, we had a very old cat. Uh, we were going to take her into the vet. She passed away on, I think, a week around Thanksgiving on 2020. It was at the end of the year, so that was just another thing of, you know, life sucks. Um, my wife and I started going to therapy around when uh, our son passed away in the hospital because at that point I've kind of realized that I couldn't uh, do it. I was shutting down emotionally to my wife. I didn't do anything um, physically harmful. I didn't go turn to drugs or alcohol, but I just emotionally shut down. I didn't really interact with my wife. I would go hide in our den and just stare at YouTube. I can't tell you what I looked at, um, but I just wasn't being a partner and she needed support as well, obviously going through miscarriages. Um, and I just couldn't uh, handle it anymore. So we decided to go to therapy, which has been very beneficial for both of us. Um, and it's helped us kind of deal with things in our relationship. You know, when you have a licensed uh, person that has dealt with grief or whatever, uh, they will tell you things that are kind of an epiphany, which seem maybe easy or normal or, I don't know, obvious to people on the outside. But when you're dealing with something like this, uh, you don't really know how to deal with everything. And then this happens. And then you go to a therapist and they say, no, you, this X and Y is normal. This part we can work on. And our therapist uh, was very plain of like, what can I help you with? What do you want out of this therapy? Uh, which I'm sure most therapists do. So I definitely, um, ta I definitely recommend going to therapy and, um, you know, talking to someone who can help you, you know, and obviously uh, therapists are a lot like cars. You don't go on the lot and drive away with the, ther the first therapist that you see or hear or talk to. Maybe you don't click. Maybe there's just something about them that doesn't, um, you know, click for you. Don't lose hope or think that the whole process is wrong. You may just not have clicked with the person you were with. Uh, my wife and I had uh, our therapist we're with now, which we're very happy with, is actually our second therapist. The first therapist um, 
we don't believe was really helping us. She may have helped other people, but uh, part of it was uh, we were in couples therapy, and my wife has other you know things to talk about, and I understand it's important for my wife to talk about things. But when you're in couples therapy and the therapist just talks to your wife for an hour, like three sessions in a row, um, it's frustrating. Um, because, you know, we we're both going through things and we, we want to be helped equally. Luckily, our therapist now is a couples therapist, but we can see him solo or we can come together as a couple and talk and it's very helpful. So please, if you're able to, if your insurance allows or you're able to have the time, please consider going to a licensed therapist for whatever, if it's addiction, uh, depression, um, maybe it's uh, anger issues, whatever, just um, you know, maybe you're going through like a bad breakup and you just don't understand how to deal with it. I mean, the, the thing that I've learned most about therapy is the idea that uh, they will at least give you the tools to identify what's happening in your brain. So when it happens again, it doesn't feel like a shock where you're like, where's, where's the, where are these feelings coming from? You really get a good idea of, oh, okay, so this, the, this is where this is coming from. This is why I feel the way I do. Here's what I need to do to, you know, properly deal with these emotions, feelings, interactions I have with people. It's very helpful. So I recommend therapy and I hope that kind of catches people up. And what I do with this podcast is I love games, whether it be uh, board games, card games, uh, video games is mostly what I cover here. And I always try to find an angle to grief with those games. Like I'll cover games like The Last of Us Part Two, which is an incredibly depressing, dark game about someone dealing with grief and how they deal with that in the game. I did a review of that. Go back and listen to that. Uh, I actually didn't write down what episode that is, so I'm a terrible host. But you can find it in the feed. Again, you can search you know, on iTunes. You can at least search the podcast for feed. Most of my episodes are only about 30 minutes uh, because it is just myself. If I have guests on, it'll run longer. Um, I do talk to people about stuff, and sometimes... Uh, I know it's called Gaming with Weep. Sometimes I talk about it. it is good to just sit with friends, relax, and play a game. So we will have late art episodes when I talk to my wife about what she's playing. Uh, we do have serious episodes too when she talks about how difficult Mother's Day was because it's a hard epi- it's a hard time of the year. Obviously, if you've suffered two miscarriages and your child has died, Mother's Day is not really a day for celebration. Uh, the same way Father's Day for me is a difficult day because... My father's passed away. You know, as I got older, we would have brunch together and just make each other laugh. And uh, my children, uh, either through miscarriage or death, have passed away. So I don't have kids taking me out. I don't have the horrible pancakes in the morning, you know, that most parents have where they're like, this is disgusting and I'm going to die. But I want to eat this food because my kids made it for me or whatever. Oh, my kids made me a card. I don't get that on Father's Day. So Father's Day is kind of a rough day. Um, But uh, yeah. So that's kind of the podcast. Uh, This week, uh, again, um, I wanted to talk about Avengers, but obviously nobody really cares that I play Avengers. I like Marvel's Avengers. It's on PS4, PS5, Xbox, uh, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, uh, the new consoles. It's on PC. Um, Nobody really cares that I play Avengers, right? Uh, It is a game that I play between incredibly depressing games that I play like Spirit Fair or... Um, what was the other one I played? Um, yeah, Last was Part Two, something like that. Uh, that I play that is very depressing. Um, it's you got to unwind. I love Marvel's Avengers. I love superheroes and comic books and stuff like that. So I just play Marvel's Avengers. I turn the sound off. I listen to gaming podcasts and I uh, just level up a hero. Like okay, I'm gonna do Black Widow. You know, you get him to level fifty. 
uh, gear rating 150, here we go. I know a couple of missions I do that kind of grind out and you punch robots and that's just kind of how I unwind. And, uh, you know, I used to do updates on Marvel Avengers and no one no one really cared. Even my, my biggest fan, my friend said, what, what, is, what does this have to do with grief? Um, but as I was approaching this episode, The War for Wakanda, this isn't just a review of The War for Wakanda uh, content in Marvel's Avengers. It came out on August 17th, 2020. Uh, obviously, it's a games-as-a-service game, and you know um, they, this is their first expansion, and it's free of charge. But again, you may be thinking to yourself, why are we talking about this? It has nothing to do with grief. Well, it kind of does, because obviously Black Panther that came out in, I want to say... Um, was it 2017? That's actually something I didn't write down. But the Black Panther film that came out starred Chadwick Boseman. He tragically died of colon cancer. And I was researching this episode. Uh, I was going to record it in advance. I'm kind of glad I didn't because, one, I made the problem with numbering episodes like I talked about before. But it was, uh, if I have online, I did some research, and it was, um, it was on... I believe August, um, right here, I just had his death pulled up. He died on August 28th, 2020 of colon cancer. So I'm recording this the day after on the 29th. So almost a year to the day, he passed away of colon cancer. And I watched videos of him online giving interviews and how excited he was to take on the mantle of um, Black Panther and how... um, humbled he was by it there's a great daily show interview with him that lasts like 11 or 12 minutes and he talks about how great it was and um but at that time apparently he was still suffering from colon cancer and quietly dealing with the fact that his diagnosis from what i can read and research was getting worse i think he went from stage three to stage four from what i can gather at least from what's been read publicly and this you can see in like his last instagram post which i watched he is incredibly skinny and incredibly exhausted from the chemo. Um, and I bring this up because for The War for Wakanda, the actor that played uh, T'Challa, Christopher Judge, um, was didn't want to do it because of the legacy of Chadwick Boseman and the shadow that it casts. And, you know, I thought about it. I know I'm playing a video game, but you think about Chadwick Boseman's portrayal of Black Panther, and it. I really, that's mostly what I thought about when I was playing the game and it was it was sad but at the same time I loved seeing how uh, Crystal Dynamics portrayed Wakanda in the game and it made me miss uh, Chadwick Boseman and uh, you know for the record I am a white male but I think Chadwick Boseman did an amazing job and I read more about some of the movies I didn't watch some of his old films which I'm going to do after this because I really wanted to focus on Black Panther and make it about the war for Wakanda and how that kind of interconnects and that um, he cast a very large shadow I think over this project and um, I have a um, I have a uh, quote from Christopher Judge here and he says right here um, I just pulled it up sorry Um, he basically said I'm reading for the there's an Entertainment Weekly article that was published on July 15th but um, 2021 uh, by Nick Romano and he basically is um, this is a direct quote from Christopher Judge who plays T'Challa in the um, War for Wakanda expansion he says I turned it down straight away Um, there's many Black Panthers but I didn't 
I really didn't believe that anyone should ever do T'Challa again after Bozeman. The, act, the actual talks proceeded, and basically I wound up doing it because my mother and my children said if I wouldn't do it, they'd disown me. And he said, to be quite honest, I was fear, fearful of being compared to what Chadwick had so wonderfully done. The only way I could really wrap my head around it was not even to attempt to do a voice match and let my performance stand on its own. I put all of that into, and hopefully people will like it. He said, I want to double down on the idea that this is my own iteration of the Black Panther. Um, this is a writer actually talking, Evan Narcisse, who wrote behind this. Uh, even if you know the comics, you can and quote them by heart or quote the movie by heart. They're still going to come to some surprises. Um, basically, they admit that Chadwick Boseman cast a large shadow over this whole whole project. And I watched. I'm a big fan of Kind of Funny. Uh, you can find them online. They do a lot of game reviews, movie reviews. Uh, the one of the host Greg Miller he's also one of the co-founders he did an amazing interview because he loves Marvel's Avengers he did an amazing interview with the actors who played uh, who were in the expansion um, I got uh, T'Challa is uh, I wrote all this down as they were talking and doing like a war table uh, T'Challa is played by um, um, Christopher Judge who was played the new Kratos in 2018 God of War he was also in Stargate um, Shuri was played by Erica Luttrell who was in Dishonored and Westworld Okoye was Deborah Wilson, who is incredibly famous. She was in Jedi Fallen Order, Wolfenstein 1 and 2. She was also in Mad TV years ago. She's an amazing actress and voice actress, just actress in general. And uh, Savalari, which I hope I'm saying that right. I'm probably butchering that. That was like their uh, advisor in, in Wakanda. He's a Dave Fanoi, who is an incredibly famous voice actor who's been in The Walking Dead. That's all they mentioned. But he's been in a lot of other stuff. Dave Fanoi is, he does voiceover, like just intro voiceovers for games and stuff he's an amazing actor uh and claws played by steven bloom he's done a lot of stuff claws a big villain he's in the movie played by andy circus in this he's played by steve bloom um and crosshairs is the new villain and they didn't give who the voice actor was but uh hannah mcleod i, I think it's mcleod but hannah mcleod was a writer and evan narcisse who i mentioned before was the writer that he writes comics uh, for black panther and he did the you know, the basic narrative hooks of War for Wakanda. And uh, I watched an extended interview with not only the writers, but the cast. This is all kind of funny. So I'm quoting their interview. So go to Kind of Funny, watch the, um, you know, watch the whole thing. It's great to see the actors open up and talk to each other. Obviously, it's all through Zoom nowadays because of social distancing. But it's really great to hear them talk about their experience and the thing. And, you know, um, Christopher Judge said he lost... You know, he works out, you can tell even from the Zoom video that he's incredibly in shape because they do like a wide shot of his office and you can see that he works out. And he said he normally when he works out goes for bulk, especially when he's doing Kratos because he said it helps the performance. But with T'Challa, he actually lost 20 pounds and continued to work out because he felt Black Panther was more lean and he wanted to, um, you know, embody that. And again, um, there's another interview by IGN where they talk about, you know, Chadwick Boseman, uh, was an impre- you know an impressive force in the movie and how his uh, legacy kind of led to all these decisions. And there's one more thing I wanted to read about Chadwick Boseman, um, which was uh, I'm go- I'm just going to read this. It's from um, NBC News, um, and I'm just going to read the beginning of this article. Um, the the title. Uh, let's see who. Who did this? It was by Curtis uh, Bunn. It was uh, published on August 28, 2021. And the article is called Chadwick Boseman Death Shed Light on Colon Cancer, but Rates Remain High Among Black People. 
And the poll quote says, the number one thing that came out of his death, one doctor said, was that more patients asking or asking more specific questions like, what do I need to look for in symptoms? And I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs of the article. It says, in the year since the actor Chadwick Boseman's death from uh, correctal cancer, Mo Jenkins said he discovered but resisted getting screening for the deadly disease. Two weeks ago, however, he watched for the second time the film Black Panther, Boseman's most famous role, and the next day he made the doctor's appointment. Jenkins' physician, physician in Indianapolis had implored him to be tested, and he said, I wanted to know if I was okay, but I didn't want to take the test, Jenkins, 48, said. He added that he watched a man who had played a superhero in a movie face colon cancer. A superhero. He looked great. He looked strong, and then he was gone. I don't know why watching this movie hit me like it did, but I made the appointment and I did the screening. He said Jenkins, a human resource manager, said he was said he exhaled when his results came back that he had no signs of cancer. And he said, I was totally relieved, he said, but the point was to make sure I was okay before it was late, uh, before it was too late. Chadwick Boseman inspired me to do that. Um, When Boseman died at 43, black doctors had hoped it would be an inflection point for black Americans in general, black men in particular, to get screened for colon uh, colon cancer, a treatable disease if discovered in time. Doctors who spoke to NBS... NBC News said more black men in their practices are being screened for correctal cancer since Bozeman's death. Still, there is no quantifiable data to discern whether black men overall have increased screenings. And it says, still, the reality remains black people are 20% more likely to get colon cancer than any other race, according to the American Cancer Society, and are 40% more likely to die from it. Further, they are more likely to have advanced stages of colon cancer when diagnosed and have shorter lifespans after being diagnosed. Um... Additionally, according to a report from the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in in Boston, factors contributing to the disappropriately high rate of characterial cancer in black people include lower rates of screening, structural racism, uh, societal determinants of health and difficulty obtaining available treatments, among others. Bozeman's death highlighted the public health organization's recommended colon cancer screening at 45 years old instead of 50. And it says right here, most people, uh, when they think of colon cancer, think of someone being old. Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, an internal medicine physician in Alabama. You don't think of someone who is in their early 40s like Chadwick. Definitely not someone who's looked at healthy as he did. So I think it really helps people to wake up to just how easy it is, particular cancer, to be active and do harm in your body before being aware of it. So this is part of what I wanted to highlight in the thing. You know, these things are avoidable. If you believe you need to get screened, actually, if you don't, go get screened. This is a thing where you want to be safe. You want to be there for your family. You want people, you know, you want to be healthy. You want to have as much time as possible. And having my father die of cancer made me think about that. You know, death is part of life. But, you know, I've said many times on this podcast, you want the most amount of life uh, that you can get. You want your parents to die in their 90s. You don't want, like Chadwick Boseman's case, you don't want to die in your 40s and think, what if? What if my father was around? Uh, from what I can read, uh, Chadwick Boseman had two children, um, and now they're going to think, how much more time could I have got with my father? How much more time could I have, and memories could I had? You know, I don't know about their personal life. Are they married? Um, you know, are, are they thinking of having kids? Have they even had, you know, driven a car for the first time? Have they had their first relationship? Have they dated? You know, have they graduated high school? Have they graduated college? Have they got their first big job? All those things they're not going to be able to share with their dad and have those moments 
where their dad said they're proud of them. Or, you know, um, those are things that are going to be missed out on by them. And it makes me really sad. Um, and so get screened uh, for colon cancer if you're 45. Uh, talk to your doctor and make sure that, you know, you don't have any warning signs and just talk to your doctor's advice. But if your doctor's telling you to get screened, get screened. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my PSA, but I'll say this much. Yeah, no one really cares that I play uh, Marvel's Avengers, but I think that uh, I'm just going to do a quick review really quickly because most of this podcast I want to talk about Chadwick Boseman and talk about his death and life. And, you know, even me being a white male, uh, you can see that he, uh, it doesn't, that doesn't really have to do with anything. You see that he was an amazing person that had a lot of range and talent, and now that is gone. And we will never experience again uh, what he could give us or where he could be. I mean, just looking at his filmography, you could see that there was, uh, you know, there was crime movies. There was Black Panther. There was, um, you know, he played Jackie Robinson in 42. Like there was this, you could just see this amazing kind of depth of films, which again, I wanted to keep this more for The War for Wakanda, but I will go after this and watch some of his movies because I want to see his performance. Um but speaking just very quickly to War for Wakanda, yes, it is more Marvel's content. I think they did a great job realizing what Wakanda is and what it could be. It is a new biome. It looks different than anything else in the game. Um, they redid everything with the game. They redid the puzzle design. There's more puzzles now. They redid how the chest design and things like that. All that stuff is amazing to me, and it's great. And I think if you want to play a game like me, to turn off the sound, uh, just beat up some robots, maybe something to pass the time. I'm not going to say this game is going to change your life. The War for Wakanda does a great job of adding a new zone, but after that, it's kind of the same old, same old. It is the same grind. You do the same missions after you leave Wakanda to get gear, to level your hero up. You punch the same robots. There's some new enemies, but they're just harder to punch. You have to punch them more or claw them more. I will say the one highlight of the campaign is how T'Challa feels. He hasn't really clicked for me yet, but he um, he has a completely new and unique skill set. His dodging and uh, he doesn't really dodge. He absorbs energy from enemies when they hit him if you time it correctly, and that gives you a power for later to release, just like the movies where he would jump down and release a massive kind of explosion of energy. That's kind of his power and his... Um, you know, and that's something getting used to because in the game, yeah, dodging is important and things like that. But this is almost critical to his class or his character to do that. And I think that's really unique. And he's kind of a brawler. And I just got done playing uh, a brawler. So I'm probably going to go to someone else. But, um, you know, I do enjoy the expansion. I like what it does for the game. Um, but again, after you get done with all that, if you want to experience him in a new whatever, you... Um, you it's more of the same so if you can find the game for like 20 bucks i recommend playing it there is a lot of content they released more heroes he's the third hero that they've released they've released kate bishop who's an archer they've released hawkeye who's an archer and they've released uh this uh black panther which apparently uh they were going to release this sooner or between the two archers kate bishop and hawkeye because but because of his death uh, they postponed everything uh which is another reason why people say the game is failing um, I don't want to get into that conversation because everybody likes what they like. And if you can find a game for 20 bucks that brings you joy and there is microtransactions in the game, but it's costumes. 
uh, and and uh, takedowns, which takedowns are just really cool animations to actually do like a final blow on the enemy. Uh, they look really cool for every hero. You can buy those. I'm a big fan of takedowns. That's usually what I spend my money on in the store. I have bought some costumes. They are kind of expensive. They're anywhere from seven to ten dollars or seven to fourteen dollars, which is very expensive. But try to look for a sale. If you follow Marvel's Avengers on Twitter, they will notify you of sales all the time, and you can go there uh, and save you know half off or whatever, as opposed to just um, you know. Uh, spending all your money like I did. I bought a really cool skin for Thor, and then like a week later there was a sale, and uh, I wasted $7. Not wasted. Uh, I could have saved $7. So, um, And that's really how the game is... Um, you know, that that's how people pay, pay for the game and how I think the developers pay. Um, apparently very soon they're going to release a new roadmap because this is pretty much year one. And I want to say it came out and the game came out in September, but they're going to do like a big one year bash for the game and probably have a new roadmap. So I'm actually going to be looking forward to that and um, playing that. So um, if you like kind of a mindless um, game, I guess play uh, Marvel's Avengers. I will say this. The single, I, I forgot to mention this, the single player story for Marvel's Avengers is great. You could play as Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel. That whole story is great. It's pretty much after the credits roll on the story, you get to the open world. Hey, go beat up the same robots you beat in this mission again, but this time beat up 12 of them. Um, that is when it gets repetitive. You know, the grind is very real. But I will say, Kamala Khan is amazing. Uh, Sandra Saad, I hope I'm saying her name right. She was on, um, I think that's her name. Actually, I didn't uh, write her name down. Uh, but she was also in the stream with Kind of Funny, and she played the game with Greg Miller, or at least watched and gave some of the interview with some of the writers and stuff, and that was cool. Um, and yeah, they it, it's great. So I recommend for 20 bucks uh, if you just want to blow it, I will say they did make an announcement kind of early in the life cycle of this game that if you play on the PlayStation version, you will have access to Spider-Man. He will be an unlockable character. But if you play it on any other platform like P PC or Xbox, Spider-Man will not be available to you, which seems like a terrible idea because, you know, I hope Xbox actually gets kind of a character. And, you know, PC should get one too. They Everybody should get, like, their own character. You know, that would be really neat and great. So, yeah, I don't know, guys. Uh, been thinking about Chadwick Moseman a lot, um, especially when I'm playing War for Reconda and someone else's voice. I mean, Christopher Judge does an amazing job. Um, play the game if you can, if you got some time. Again, it's $20, and the expansion is free, so you can go right into War for Wakanda. Uh, it doesn't really... I don't think there's any level capping. I had beat the campaign, the main story, and everything before. I don't think there was any big, hey, you can't play this until you get to here. But other than that, uh, I think that's it this week, guys. Uh, please, if you uh, are in the, uh, you know, get screened by your doctor. Uh, if you're in the age range that your doctor recommends, uh, take cancer very seriously. We want everybody around as long as humanly possible so you can have all those memories with your friends and family and uh, stuff like that. So um, I think that's about it this week. Um, I will talk to you guys later, but I want to remind you again that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there. Let me know what you think of the show. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, write me an email, let me know what you think of the show or where you listen to the show or hear the show. Or uh, you can go to Apple iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, the iTunes store, or you can go to the Google Play Store, subscribe to the podcast there. Uh, let me know what you think, you know, like the stars, all that kind of stuff. Or you can find me on Twitter at Just Little Joe. And I think with that, everybody, have a good week. Be safe. 
Go to therapy if you can, if you need it, and go get screened by your doctor for colon cancer. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.